spotlight on, 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 Woo! on, and keeping on. Here we are for the spotlight for the week of May 16th, 2018. For the, uh, it's the unofficial spotlight of the Weird Science DC Comics podcast that comes out every Sunday night. We're here with Reggie tonight. Reggie has two books Hello. we're going to do on the spotlight tonight, uh, both of Reggie's books, because he's heading out. He's heading out of town. So we're going to do yep. that. Uh, I will tell everybody quick that we are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, the Batman Co- Podcast Network, and the Tangent Bomb Podcast Network. We're on Facebook at Weird Science DC Comics, on Podbean at Weird Science DC Comics at Podbean.com, Twitter at Weird Science DC, and we have an award-winning website, Weird Science DC Comics.com. We have a Patreon account at Patreon.com slash Weird Science, where you can go this week and get two books uh, actually three two books on our regular spotlight yeah. which are the brave and the bold batman and wonder woman number four and chat new challengers number one that new one and then we have a separate uh spotlight that will be batman 47 continuing our protest that is our protest where we will be talking <laughs> about batman and uh, me and eric talked about it today and we were listening to some other podcasts and you know hearing people talk batman and i start grinding my teeth and i say to eric you know what i really want to talk about this because i we have some valid points but i told him that until we have a different type of narrative uh, we will keep it on the Patreon, and that that narrative is negativity, so we're going to keep it on the Patreon. But if you want to hear us talk about this past issue and uh, the one before that are the two that are only on Patreon, and Eric says that maybe after the wedding, things will pick up and we'll get back oh, to boy. talking about it on the podcast. That's but one theory. That's that is one a theory. theory. It looks like the next like thing I is said, the sanctuary yeah, business, yeah, right? Yeah, it's blind yeah. optimism is what it is. I guess. That's, that's sanctuary a, that's a way to go stuff. Life. Uh, yeah. Uh, and with that, like I said, the, the main concept is until we change the narrative or we, you know, think differently about it and can talk about something else except from losing our mind, we'll just keep it on the Patreon and everybody who likes, uh, Batman can still come and listen to the podcast and not have to skip it because we were told that that was happening, that they were like, oh, they're just yeah. going to, you know, shit on it, so screw it. I'm just going to skip it. So the message was being lost anyway. So that, that is the case. That's what we're doing. So if you want the negativity, yes. you got to pay up. Y- yes, if you want to me. hear us lose our minds and, and talk about it. But again, I think we have some, you know, decent points. Uh, I, I It'd be great if me or Eric liked it like if i hated it and he liked it at least we'd have some but we both we both don't like it too much it's it's not uh, hitting for us and just quick if you want to hear our theories about why this was nonsense then yes go to the patreon and really everybody out there and this is the other thing i i know we're not talking about batman but i want to talk about it because it drives me nuts to not talk about it (laughs) but you know i'm listening to these podcasts like this was such a great booster uh, gold story no no i wish i had a buzzer And then, oh my Would god. Would you say it was the perfect blend of story, story and, and art? Story and art, possibly, because I, I even had a little bit of problems with the art this week. So it might have been a, you know, some sort of a blend, but it really just ended up in my last bit of commentary. Uh, it ended up showing that it had nothing to do with Batman, like most of this Batman book has been. And really had nothing to do with the wedding as well. That whole idea that Booster was giving a gift for the wedding, nonsense. It was just set up yep. for this sanctuary story and to make Booster a insane character, which to me, you've now ruined another character. And why do you do this? Why, why not? Yeah. Uh, here's a novel idea. 
have Batman on your book. There, there's a novel idea. Um, we'll, see. we'll see. There it is. And that is – and finish. Now I've already chased everyone else again who read this, and I, I just wish I could read these books with this – You know, it's not even an open mind. It's just that I don't know what, that I can be like, all right, that was okay. Put it down, and away we go. It just it grinds my gears is what it does, but we're not here to talk about Batman. We're here to talk about two books that are Reggie's books. Reggie, what is the first book? It is Aquaman number 36, written by Dan Abnett, art by Ricardo Federici and Sonny Go. There's a revolution afoot in Atlantis. Coram Wrath has gone far too nuts. But there's time for some laughs and romancing. Deposing kingdoms, there is no rush. Come on, the riding pen. We're going to get the same thing again. That's all I got. For Ooh, you. can I do that at the end? But <laughs> Some CCR. We do get the we do get the same thing again. Yeah, here. we do. And really, that's the problem. And I I go when uh, we put the review up on Twitter, you know. And this is another one. You know, we've been a little bit more negative than a lot of other sites and a lot of other podcasts. But it it seems very obvious. You know, to the three of us, for the most part, that this book is treading water. No pun intended We've whatsoever. We've been reading the same issue for months yeah, now, and, it and seems And really, like. even like I was on that uh, Bill Beers podcast this past uh, week. Actually, it went up on his site, uh, Too Old, Too New podcast. And we talked about Aquaman number one from the New 52. <laughs> that was starting to get what this is. We've had the same. Now, there was when Jeff Johns left Aquaman in the New 52. Then you got onto the Jeff Parker things. Things got a little different, Cullen Bunn. But – we're back to this whole deal. We're back to the, you know, surface world against the Atlantis. Then that's put aside to now be, you know, Corn Wrath versus Aquaman. And it's just every issue is the same beat over and over again. And if you are reading and especially, you know, reviewing and talking about it, it's, it gets real old. It really gets real old really fast. And at this point, if you're a fan of Aquaman, you've spent like 30 yeah. bucks reading this story, yep. you know what I mean? It's gone nowhere. Nope. It's it's really just – that to me is something I, I always try to keep in mind is that there's a dollar value there attached is. to this. You've got to get some kind of a payback at some and, point. And, yeah. and now you've spent as much as you would spend on a paperback novel, and it's the same story yeah, over and, and, over, and over, over and over again. again. And, and it's really – Irritating. Uh, you know, we had some back and forth on Twitter with uh, well, that's what I was going to say. Two balls, actually, two Australian balls. Uh, if I, yeah, if and I'm Gareth correct, Oliver right? is Paulie one of them. Uh, Gareth Oliver Hicks, is the but, guy uh, too. That you know, they they, uh, they they felt the same way. They didn't like. I like the artwork in this, but it's it's the story's just going nowhere slowly. It's ridiculous. I, I feel like the stakes are nil. If a re- real revolution happened, took this long to happen, yeah. it would be a failure. It, it, they're like the, tele- the the revolution will be televised and then canceled because it's taken to goddamn exactly, long is, yeah, is what the deal would be. Got, and got, with that... Uh, usurped by uh, friends yeah, and or whatever. My, yeah, the really. My biggest problem with so, uh, it... Yeah, it's very disappointing. Well, my biggest this, problem uh, with it is... Aquaman has become for me. Don't you think that by the end, uh, you're going through all this and by the end of it, you, you, like really, does anybody care about this like final you know, battle that we're supposed to get in July because well, you know, like we finally now we finally have this Aquaman meets Cormorant and I don't care anymore. No, that's I'm the problem. Like, that's what I think the biggest already. problem is: is that you don't care, and I don't trust it. I, you know, as Flavor Flav would say, don't trust it, uh, Reggie, because I'm not. I'm nice. not going to even ever think that no matter what they say, unless I see that Dan Abnett's off the book in August, and maybe. uh I'm not going to trust that we're going to end up stopping that. And I, I was looking, and it was one of the guys, and I do talk to Gareth, Gareth Oliver, who's a huge 
uh, Aquaman fan, and that's where when you yeah. get these guys who are really big fans that buy each issue, I'm not going to go by the people that go on Facebook and, and, and comment on a cover because me and Eric, that drives us nuts anyway, where they go, oh, oh man, that looks like, you know, Aquaman's in some big troubles now. And then you see, oh, my. Aquaman's back yeah. in Atlantis. I'm, I'm in now. In. Oh, my God. <laughs> Aquaman fighting some creature with a helmet on. Count me in, and they don't know. And this is all you see. I, I'm telling you, you would. I bet you I could go now, and they're like, "Man, that fish guy has a trident, and it looks like he killed Aquaman." Holy moly! And, and the excitement. And when I talk, when we talk, when we put up these reviews, I do. And I remember the first time that we put one up. And we had started getting negative. We, we started, it was when we, yeah, I mean, and it seems like forever ago uh, and a day that we said, oh boy, this is really, you know, treading water. You said it in your review, you know, we have to get some forward progress here and whatever. And I remember seeing Gareth, you know, it popped up that he had come and I'm like, here we go. Like, I, I really thought Gareth was going to be like, you know, you guys aren't real fans or whatever. And I, I think that basically at that point, he's like, Welcome to the party because you guys were being way positive, uh, you know, up until this point because he's a man. He needs something. And then I told him we were talking, me, you and him were talking and a bunch of people jumped in. And I, I said, now we have that Mara book, which caused this one to pretty much show that it's set in stone. that We're not going to get shit until July. I don't know why anybody would be buying this issue to issue. Why not just wait till July, get a trade later? I just don't understand it. Nothing is going yeah. on, nothing at all. And and it's one of those things that it just it's the whole rebirth, the whole DC line. It's not even rebirth anymore, but the you know the DC universe line. A lot of it's just nothing's going on, and you're supposed to just sit there. Uh, I don't know what you're supposed to do. Are you supposed to just, you know, be happy that you get a book? I, I don't know because it just – nothing's happening. But go and tell us about the nothing's happening because we've seen this issue a trillion times already it seems. Yeah. I mean early on when this rebirth first happened, I remember thinking even up until like the you know 10th or whatever, 8th issue, I was like, if you're an Aquaman fan, you're, you're having, having a good, good time. time. I can't imagine you're having a good time with this anymore. So – uh you know, the revolution, it wages on, yeah. and now Merc and Aquaman are teamed up together. They promise to go take down Coram Rath together. <laughs> Meanwhile, over at the Tower of the Wood uh, Widowhood, which is Gareth's favorite place, yeah. uh, pretty much everyone else, including King Shark, are just sort of hanging out looking for the magic they can get, yeah. they can use to thwart Coram Rath uh, in his new taint blood yeah. look, or, you know, and uh, the scene just goes on and on. King Shark, the only... Slightly interesting part to me is where King Shark is sort of like, you know, you, you wanted to get us on your side to help you depose Coram Wrath, and now all my people are being, yeah, slaughtered, being slaughtered by the zombies. Yep. Yeah, and we're, this we're is, screwed. You know, this is not and where the deal. is even the Aquaman? Yeah, yeah. And, and with that, <laughs> where is the where Aquaman? Is that? And then you know, even uh, that, Merc says, or not Merc, King Shark then says, like, you guys are screwed anyway. They're not going to stop at your fucking doors. They're not going to stop and just, they're going to kill you all. The sanctity yeah. of the widowhood. Yeah. Father uh, say it's like, I don't know the sanctity. Oh my God. Like, oh yeah, my they'll, goodness. They'll, they'll break that shit down, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the, uh, they'll burn Corn that thing down. Corn Wrath is a life. monster who's creating goddamn yeah. undead zombies. 
There's no sanctity no, of anything no anymore. Sanctity. He is killing everybody and turning and them into freaking zombies. And what gets me is we know. Also, you get you get the feeling he's not a big reader, <laughs> right? I, no. just don't, I just don't think he's big on no, that. No, and with that, you even have the widowhood that – what kind of blind eye are they throwing? Because they've already said like, oh my god, he's dealing with these dark arts. He's going a little too far. We've seen this over and over. And now they're like, oh, the sanctity. I'm like, really? That's what you're going? He would never stop. Never. And then, and then the other – but, it is Merkin. Uh, and then, you know, back back at freaking the throne room where we're trying to find out where Kornrath is, Merk and Aquaman are just saying, Merk's like, look, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to kill this fool, and I don't need you being all heroic about this And it is funny. He nonsense. says it like we're five gonna times. We're going to get the shot. We're going to take the kill, and that's the way it's going to be. I don't need you uh, being like all Aquaman about it. Look, he can have redemption. Yeah. He can serve yeah. his time. No, no we got to kill this guy him. because we got to take all this stuff down. He is a monster. Yep. And, and Aquaman, I don't know what you're talking about, Merk. Me? Me do that? It's like, yeah, yeah, this is going to happen. And then he kind of does hesitate. Over. It, it, it's just, you know, and it just continues. You've killed us both, Arthur. Yeah. Uh, uh, makes me uh, laugh. That's, that's kind of what happens. And that's and the fact also, like, as they go through the throne room, you see that uh, Coram Rath has just destroyed oh, yeah. everybody in his council. They're just all and, ripped to shreds. Yeah, just destroyed. Just destroyed. And yeah, you have, uh, and and now we have we have Mr. Frederike, I, I believe. I I always forget his name. Yeah. Um, it's Federici. Yeah, Federici. Or I actually or I is. do like the art a little more in this, and it's, I I don't know. I know if anybody hasn't listened, I'm not a huge fan of his style, very pencil heavy uh, shading mm. with the pencils. But for some reason, I don't know. Th- this one actually gets me a little, though not a lot. It's like he doesn't have a lot of big, you know, exciting panels or whatever. Maybe that was it. I don't know. But there's a couple pages where you can see he really took a lot of time. The, the credits page being one of them. Uh, and then, Definitely. you know, he did a good, he did a good job with when Coram Rath yes, first reveals himself yes. to the monster. Kind of definitely gave me a creep show vibe. Yeah, I, like I that. like that. I, when uh, Aquaman attacks Coram with this trident there and it's all yeah. glowing, I'm like, that looks you, really cool. You know cool what panel well. I really yeah. like? I mean, I, I like, I like the art. Yeah, it just, but, sometimes that the pencil heavy gets me, but I really do like, uh, for some reason, the thing that turned me though was when, uh, Corn Rath is still hidden and Merc like turns. To look at him through the panel, I, I thought that was a yeah. really good. I'm like, you know what? I really like that panel. Uh, so I'm a little bit on with them. But then you kind of go next, and it's it's a, uh, a not as detailed page than with with Merck. So it, it does go back and forth with me. I don't think that every page is a hundred percent winner. But then he always hits you with something, and then when you do see the reveal of uh you know corn wrath it's awesome uh the thing is though i, I still really like the yeah, artwork all the way okay. through in this I whole mean, thing I'm too like, you. So, like, you know we get really detailed people we might skimp out yeah, on the background then, but overall gets... i still really enjoy the i just never style. liked that pencil yeah, I heavy and i like step and cedric a little more when he you know his little bit on it but th- it's good oh, so th- this always just always seems like a um like an old Italian Renaissance painting at some points. And I just, I'm not yeah. a huge fan of that. The, the issue. It's, it's like this book is actually like the background in uh, Brave and the Bold this yes. week where we get the background yeah. and all the Celtic yeah. myths and stuff like that. We're taking a yeah. walk and through. with that, that oh, the yeah. thing that I don't like about this, uh, you do have a repeat where they go and they want to tap into the ghosts, you know, the former Atlantean well, deal. Like, what did this become? Return I don't know. It's Return of the King, of the sudden, King okay, again. We're going to need an that, army. How about these ghosts well, we were talking the about? Thing a that, the thing ago. that drives me nuts yeah. about this though is yeah, what is the big reveal is it corn wrath's a monster we know this we've already seen it so when you have this big reveal look at me Mer- look at me and he comes out i'm a monster you're just like yeah we we know this i know i know yeah. that merc doesn't 
but we, we've already seen this. We've already seen them last issue, Monster Energy. We're not re- like reliving this through the eyes no, of Merck uh, all of a sudden. No, that's we the thing. And that, that's the most uh, supposed to be I the excitement. I just wanted to see his reaction. Yes. That was my thing. Yes. I was like, damn. Yeah. Merck was, like, yeah. oh, Merck was so surprised. Yeah, he was. But oh. really, we've seen it. So there's hardly yeah. a great reveal. The big, the big reveal could be said to be that Volko and the gang they go, go to, uh, underneath. You know, recruit yeah. the ghosts, but then the ghosts tell him to fuck yeah, off. So. Which they kind of did the how first time at, near the end. And I remember <laughs> how they were all deteriorated and stuff like this. But yeah, they, they, he, this is the thing. Volko knows stuff. He knows these ghosts. He, it was his plan originally for him and Aquaman to go. So in my mind, he should kind of know that any sitting king is going to be supported by these guys, no matter if they're good or bad. These guys, good and bad, does not matter to these well, guys. Even that thing, you, you know it's going to be Return of the King where they do oh, show yeah. up because something oh. has changed. He's not exactly like, for, for crying of the abysmal yeah. arts are, that he's using we, becoming yeah. this monster. You know the ghost's going to come. Yeah, we're not, we're not yeah. idiots. It, it's going to be that he's going to, uh, you know, Corn Wrath is going to tap into something that is definitely going to taint or or mess up these ghosts, and then they're going to be mad, and they're going to have to do something, yeah, and then they'll fly out. It'll they'll be Return get of the King. technicality, just like yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah, that was the point, you know, the sister mother or whatever her name is, she's going to be like, oh, we appointed Mara as the queen. Oh, in that case, shit, let's Hell, go after Yeah, her. really, that'll be it. Now, it's there it's a go. combo. Just like a it's Robocop, Robocop right? That's You're all fired, it is. It's ro- you, know? you made it Robocop, which I don't mind. <laughs> And, uh, and Reggie's sort of thing with Al Capone, then I'm, I'm guessing that Corn Rat then dies of syphilis or gonorrhea, possibly. There so go. there we go. It all ties together. We've now figured it out. Uh, but yeah, really, you know, it's trying to, trying to come up with something to talk about, but there's That's not much, much else. The only other thing that might be worth mentioning, although I don't really feel like it is worth mentioning, is that Dolphin is the one that yeah. finds the magic yep. passage that tells them to go back to the yeah. ghost. She doesn't say much, but she's a no. damn she fine reader. Read. She goes through them books like yeah, no other. Yeah, she does. She really just zones in. She's a speed yeah, reader. Yeah, she is. So, <laughs> Identic memory. Just is. can't I mean, tell anybody about you know, it. I would, I would say, you know, to go back to your favorite subject, Batman, although not Tom King, you know, the signal that Batman in the single was one of the biggest abominations yes. of this quarter. Terrible. I think we can yeah, agree with good. that. The rollout of that character was handled so poorly yep. from beginning to end if I were if I were involved in DC, I would just walk away and pretend it never yeah, happened. Yeah, I think they already have. But Dolphin is the same way. Yeah. Do- Dolphin is like a character that like we never we've never really gotten. Yeah, and people were excited when she showed up, but yeah, thing. she's just yeah. she's just there. She's just a prop. She's just there. There, there was like that maybe thing with her and yeah. Aquaman for Man, an issue, but other, she's just sort of now a person populating the background. Yep. So yeah, to do something at the last second, finding a book and reading, look, pointing at it eight yeah. times, whatever. And not even that, how, we got to go back to this, the tomb here. Hey, follow dolphin and her luminescence. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I like it. She's pointing at the book. I know dolphin. Those pages shouldn't exist underwater. I, I get you. I know what you're, <laughs> yes, I know the books. It's nonsense. That book's underwater. I, I know what you're saying there, lady. But yeah, it's just nonsense. But uh, yeah, what did you give it, Reggie? Uh, this whole thing's been very disappointing. I really would just love to see this book go in a new direction. I like the art a lot throughout, but I understand if you don't like it. But regardless, yeah. no art could save this book. I gave it a 
4.5 and like I said I'm coming around to the art a little more now that I've seen it a lot it's just a style thing I know that people think I'm insane uh, because it looks great I just don't like it in the comic um, I think I think Gareth or who I forget who said it on Twitter too they didn't like okay. it either they said that scratchy yeah I don't like that scratchy art I, mean, I do think that what they're trying to go with is this idea of this you know this Game of Thrones underwater Game of Thrones which it's funny right. because you asked Eric the minute that we started reviewing the books I did Aquaman and called it the underwater Game of Thrones. I said there, I was ahead of my time, possibly, but uh, it's so, still that. So no, I'm just saying it's still that. Saying. I'm saying it hasn't changed. Yeah. But with that, it is, like I said, it reminds me of like Renaissance painting, whatever. That is regal looking. So it does fit the tone of the book, even with the idea of him getting back to the throne. So I understand. Uh, it's just not my style. But yeah, 4.5. What would you give it, Aaron? I'm going positive this week with a 5.5 oh out of 10 because I, I really enjoy the art in this. And while we are dealing with the same things, at least we know we're pointed somewhere. We're moving yeah. well, very here's slowly the thing. towards the are end. You, are you saying that because of what happened here? Are you saying that because you've read the July solicits? Because if we didn't Maybe a little tell you, if we didn't know, day. if that solicit for July didn't say the final issue. I just know that Aquaman is finally in the goddamn yeah, throne room taken and it's taken forever to get seven there. Months. But yeah, he's there. I know. He is there. Uh, yeah, and then it has to, like we said, it has to jive then at some point, you guess, with Mara and getting Zebul. We got Zebel two more and, issues. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. But we're going to move on to the next book, which is another doozy. Uh, Reggie. Yeah, yeah, another weird. I don't have a song yeah. for this one, so I'm going to wing right. it. All right. So I'm, you're going to get a, an original right off the top of the head. This is Harley Quinn, Harley Loves Joker, number two, written by Paul Dini, art by Brett Blevins and Alex Sinclair. And Harley Loves Joker, it is plain to see, created by Bruce Tim and Paul Dini. They get along, and then they fight, and DDD, da-da-da, and it's all right, and that's all they got for them. <laughs> there we go. I, I joined in, and I helped. There we go. You I was going to say, and I was actually surprised this issue that I actually enjoyed this issue more than I thought I would after reading the really? last one. I, I could barely, I, I enjoyed I could barely get through it. I enjoyed this issue more than the last one. <laughs> I could barely get but, through it. I, 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 but I still, I'm still left with the question. Why? Yeah, why? There's no reason. Why? What is this thing? No I reason. don't understand what is happening. I don't either. I don't understand why. If they wanted this, I don't know. I guess they decided to just maybe it was one of those where the backups were going to continue. And they're like, listen, we can't, you know, we have new writers on. You have Sam Humphreys even coming down the line on, uh, you know, Harley. And to tell him that he's on the book, and even when Frank Thierry took over, and to tell him, listen, okay, you're on the book, but you know that, you know, 20, 21 pages? No, you got 16 because of these backups. Maybe that's what this was going to be, that they were going to continue the backups, then it, it wasn't hitting, it wasn't going well with a they change. Stopped the backups I know, I'm June. saying that maybe you know I mean? at one point even Palmiotti and Connor were like, we can't do this, and then they just had these sitting around and just decided to put them out. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Oh, I mean, I, I definitely it's think two, this was... two this issues was, you know, out of nowhere. Sitting in a and but to put it in continuity with the Harley Quinn line, yeah. I really think uh, is, is a yeah, rip It is off a ripoff, and really, we can't think that this doesn't have anything to do with the idea that the wedding's coming up and you have that, you know, Harley versus Joker issue and things like that. Right. It, it definitely is a cash grab and also the let's see if manship... We'll buy these because we'll fool the shit out. This is exactly like <laughs> that Dark Side War book that they put out. That was Special, j- yeah, these yeah. specials. Yeah, yeah. To me, this is like one of the uh, continuing where they're 
kind of – they're, yeah, they're yeah. going to trick you and they're being deceitful, but they won't tell you either or so they can get out of it. Oh, we're just putting this out there. You know, the timing's very odd and it's just – I just don't get it. I don't know why. Uh, even with this – I could see this as a digital first book where you, you can have this story going with I that. I even see this coming out as an, in an annual. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or even – I mean this, this is fucking Paul Dini, so – just put it out as a two-issue, yeah, you know, mini somewhere, but then they couldn't collect it into yeah. a trade. I think that's yeah, the thing, that's... you know. But I, you know, just put it out as a two-issue thing. Be like, hey, here's Paul Dini doing a special, you know, throwback story from the old Batman animated yeah. series characters. Although this time we see that that's not totally true. Yeah, no. Uh, which just makes it even more yeah, confusing I, I, I and annoying. Don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And uh, I'm glad that you guys liked it more than I did because I was reading it. And, but no, I said I, I said I like this more than yeah, the last And you like it more than me because I struggle. I liked it more than you. I, I struggle. I think it I Yeah, sucks. so tell uh, us about so it. So anyway, just, let's get into it. So it opens up and uh, Harley Quinn, as we know her in the jester suit, is being is uh, take, getting therapy from Harleen Quinzel from herself. And uh, it's all happening inside of her head. Her mother's in there, too. And it turns out that she's just spacing out during a heist, Joker and Grisson. Lisson and uh, <laughs> uh, Harley Quinn, they're, they're heisting on a boat. Uh, Batman comes after them. Harley shoots a uh, uh, RPG at him, or actually shoots it at the boat to make force him to turn around. There's some kerfuffle, but they get away. Uh, go back to Jake's joke shop. Harley's feeling very pushed aside. Like, Lisson is now the Joker's favorite uh, farty yeah. weasel. And... Uh, you know, she doesn't, she, she's not into that, so she goes back into her brain, does a little therapy, comes back out. Turns out the Grisson wants the Joker to pull a super heist to pull this great Buck Rogers looking, uh, At Wayne Rega. Tech. Yeah, from Wayne Tech, it's a subsonic defense we- weapon designed to trigger and accentuate emotions. You could, uh, make fear and anxiety in people and, Harley tries to talk him out of it, but Joker... Even a little tweak, you can also make people start laughing to death. There you go. That's the Joker hook to it. So uh, they get into it. Harley tries to stop him. He basically tells her to hit the road. You know, like, it's all me and Glisson, baby. You know, I'm not about you anymore. So she actually drops dimes. She actually calls Wayne Manor, like yeah. gets Alfred on the phone. And, uh, and, and I got to say, you know, we don't talk about the lettering a lot. In fact, I'm going to say we talk about it never. Yeah, probably, yeah. But... In this one scene where she's in the phone booth and she puts on this fake British accent and they have the flag, you see what I'm talking about here? I see it. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. I just, I, I just thought yeah. that was a clever, yeah. a clever thing. So I, I have no more to. You yeah. know. I'm actually while we're it, doing it this, I'm paging through and I'm doing research as well. But I'll, I'll tell you, I'll oh. tell you. I was actually well. trying to get back to that British flag thing. I actually actually missed that the first time, not even knowing that she was trying to put on a yeah. British yeah, accent. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Hello. Just a clever, lettering <laughs> yeah, yeah. trick. So I, I, I like, like that. And uh, I, I do, I do love Alfred's response to this whole thing about her trying to rat out the Joker and Grisson about how they're going to take a little, like, you know, go after something away. To, how did you get this number, Miss Quinn? Oop, yeah. it's not me. Yeah, yeah. She hangs up right away. So, uh, back in her brain, you know, she thinks everything's going great. She's high-fiving Quinzel, but she just can't get away from the Joker. His body pops out of like a jack-in-the-box with a TV head and, uh, he's telling her, 
That uh, what was he telling her? I forget. It's a ruse, baby. This is all the whole thing I've been That's doing. That's right. That is a ruse. It's a put on because I'm going to get this thing. I'm going to double cross her, and it's going to be you and me all the way. But in order for me to sell it proper, I had to make you think I was in this all the yeah. way. And this is this is where her, you know, she starts to go back to the Joker. She's really feeling. Oh no! I just ratted him out. I got to go save my pudding. And then Harley and Quinzel is like, "That's it. I'm done." And then here's the weird thing. Is this the worst drawing of Harley Quinn you've seen in years? Yeah, I mean, it's not great. Brett Blevins is not a no. bad artist, but this sucks. I mean, it just sucks. <laughs> I don't understand what happened. I actually think it's to try to do it in the style to give you the the new the new Harley that we've had since the New Fifty Two in the style that they've been doing it though, and I think it works for what we're doing here. I don't like it at all. I think it looks it, really the full body one is my problem. You know, right? Like it's, the face is better, but it just looks sloppy as hell to me. The whole the 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 stance looks wrong. The hair looks like it was done by a kid. I, I don't understand. It's so weirdly like not polished. Yeah. You know, it does not seem finished for some reason. Like he just sketched it out and said, "Ah, that's good enough." Uh, but you know, the new new Harley is telling old Harley, "You got to drop that pudding." I got a whole great life. It, the thing is, I really do like this part where we like the interactions between herself inside of her head is my favorite part of this issue. It's also something that actually aggravates me a bit, too, because we have this whole thing where, you know, Harleen Quinzel is trying to reach Harley Quinn to tell her to move on. You don't need the Joker. And eventually at the end, when Harley decides I'm going to go back to the Joker, Harleen says I give up and puts on the whole new Harley costume because this is the Harley that doesn't need the Joker. Yeah. This is the Harley that's right. moved on, the stronger Harley. And I really like this whole aspect of the inside the mind. But it goes nowhere because by the end, we're just back to status quo. Like, oh, I'm back with yep. Joker and nothing ever really comes from it. It's almost this I weird meta like thing this, that never goes anywhere. I feel like this was dropped in because in the end, she's just like, goodbye, Harley. See you when you grow up. Yeah. Uh, the, the fact that old Harley confronts new Harley is probably the most interesting thing. But there's nothing to it. It, it impacts nothing as far as and that was the, the biggest book. problem i'm saying i was really like you know, into this whole idea of it until like the end i'm like okay we're gonna have a character moment for harley based on all these interactions with her herself and her mind but by the end none of it really matters and i was like really disappointed in that whole I, outcome I, like I, say, I almost feel like all that stuff was inserted later uh maybe not though but it kind of explained why harley looks like that, yeah. that that full body is just not quite working for me uh anyway though back in reality Harley's going to go warn the Joker that, uh, you know, now that he knows that she's that he's pulling a uh, the old one, two on Grison, he's good. She wants to warn him. But Grison is pulling the old one, one, two two. on Joker herself. She gave him she gives him the Wayne Tech gun. Because what kind of rep is she going to have after this when she kills the Joker? Bam, she's going to be the biggest villain in Gotham. She's she's right about that. So she traps him in a super laser grid that looks, frankly, Ridiculous. even. I mean, it, it looks like he's already dead. And when they look at the one the one picture right here, he's already looked sliced through the back or through the whatever. Uh, then she turns on like the second level, and he's totally uh, trapped in there. But Harley shows up. She's able to get him out with a tuck and roll because why not? Yeah. Uh, then then she sends her uh, jackals, her uh, hyenas after Greasel. But in lieu. Yep. They chase her. They chase Greasel away. Up through the skylight where she gets captured by Batman, and then uh, they're they're about to cut back, go back home. But then Harley remembers, and this almost seems like this this story was just like not even non-existent in the whole thing. That uh, she had a week to pay the carpenter back for the work that she did on the hideout, and now that she doesn't have the money, carpenter is going to blow it up. So she, uh, Harley and Joker speed away while the well, 
That, that's the thing is that we had a little bit of that last issue when she went to go, you know, steal from the realtor's freaking house. And they're like the like the uh, the Wonderland crew were already there. We talked about it a little last issue, but I think if this was collected for all those backups we had in Harley before, I think it would play out maybe, better. Maybe. Yeah, I can see that. It would be more part of the story here. It's yeah. like a very convenient way to destroy, you know what I mean? To just end it like with a big explosion. Uh, although it is kind of cool that they kill the original owners of the thing because they go in there with Harvey Bullock. So that's always nice. So and Harvey's dead, right? I would think he's dead or severely injured. He, it it's so like weird this, the way we end this because it we have a like bunch of cops thing. and these realtors inside this yep. building and then it just explodes. It looks like it blows up a city block. I'm like, yeah. Somehow in the animated universe of the story, we just killed yep. Bullock, a shit ton of police and some civilians. That's no, a big not deal. at all. So, um, like I said, I have a, nothing to say about it. I didn't like it. I, I found it a chore to get through. Uh, uh, but I did look. And while you were talking, why I was silent, uh, I was looking it up. And, and really, the the one big thing is that we go like almost uh, seven weeks without a Harley issue uh, because of this. Uh, these are thrown in here, and that's mm. the only thing it is. This is just a placeholder because you go from, I believe, what it was, April 18th, and then the next issue after that's June sixth. So and what well, here's the thing: you had this. this. Has just been like yeah, a fucking it's, it's nonsense because Chris Sabella is Chris Bendis. Sabella is doing a two issue fill in mini arc, and then Sam mm-hmm. Humphries is jumping on. So I I, I really would have thought. That what happened is they got a hold of Sam Humphreys maybe at the last second, and Chris Sabella had that maybe these were gonna you know you'd have in May his two issues, and then you would have jumped right in with the uh, the Sam Humphreys where she goes to Apocalypse, but unfortunately that's not happening till July, and they don't have any other issues, so I think that they threw this in just to have Harley books out. In this month, or it would have been over a month without a Harley book. But then I have to ask the question: How? No, I don't know. How I, I don't know because Frank Thierry. I don't know if he Harley was just books. like screw this and left, and or they just decided, and, and maybe they did something where you know where you'll have you know something happens and you fire somebody without realizing that you actually don't have anybody to replace them. I could see DC doing that, especially the way DC has been working lately with the idea of them yeah. not thinking ahead. Saying, well, we got Sam Humphreys here. We're going to announce that. And then, you know, you have a poor, you know, Thierry, like, what? Uh, you know, screw this. And what? I don't know. I don't have any inside info, but it does could be, not, could be a lot it doesn't of, uh, seem well plotted like, out uh-huh. or well, you know, done. No. And now we go from this into next month where we get to Chris Sabella issues. And really, Chris Sabella, you know, there's your guy from Blue Beetle, Eric. How good did he do that when uh, he jumped on? He has not done well. Oh, stop, he has not watch. done well on any of these books that he jumps on quickly. So I, I have no faith that they're going to be good either. Then you want to push the Sam Humphreys deal, which is completely turning the book. I, I just I have a feeling that, number one, Maybe Harley will start going monthly in August with a lot of those other books, and then after that, I don't know. It still sells. It sells. I enough, just don't but- get it because Harley has a still has yeah, a huge yep. fan base, from what I yeah. can tell. You know, and these are people that really dig the new Harley, and you know the the whole look of her, whatever. And this this story seems to like throw her in there as sort of a just to make sure that you remember that she exists. She has no impact on you know the the entire story, and then. What is next month going to be? Is that going to be anything resembling continuity? Is or is Coney Island just a thing that used to be now? Well, I guess we'll find out when we get yeah. there. I have no idea what the status yeah, quo we'll is anymore. See, but what did you right. give it, Reggie? Uh, I found, you know, 
I did like this better than the last issue. And to be honest, if this did wasn't in Harley Quinn continuity, if it wasn't part of the series, I might have received it differently. I don't think I still would have loved it. Uh, I ended up giving this a 4.5 yeah, out of 10. I'm just going to give it a 5, you know, uh, of any sort of variety you want to call it. Uh, just because I, I just, I, I really, it, these are just two issues that mean nothing. And really this one, it just irritated me. I, I don't know if it just irritated me just because of what it is. And I was not invested at all in the backup. So we're, we're continuing something that I just haven't liked. I don't think that this last thing of it was ever going to, you know, please me at all. I just not my thing. But what do you give it there? Uh, I was not invested in any of these backups or these two, like, you know, two one shots where they've got two little mini arc kind of thing we have going on here. This one surprised me a bit, though, for this whole, you know, inside the Harley Quinn mind kind of thing we had going on, especially to the wraparound. But I was just so upset by the end when it meant nothing and we just had Harley Quinn continuing being Harley Quinn of the animated universe. There was no progression in her character. But I liked the art enough and that actually got me interested in the issue enough. So I think we're going to have to go to 5.8 okay. out of 10. There we go. Ooh. Mr. Positivity. Mr. Look Positivity. Over there. Mr. Positive right. tonight. I'm looking for something in the fives, like here. And he's the positive one. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about on the podcast coming up. Not a lot of books this week in on the podcast no. because uh, I'll just say right away, again, if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, you'll be able to already listen to The Brave and the Bold, Batman and Wonder Woman number four, and New Challengers number one. Obviously, we just talked about Aquaman number 36 and Harley Quinn, Harley Loves Joker number two. So those will not be on the podcast. So what we will have is... One of Eric's favorites, Batwoman number 15. We'll see if Mr. Positive over there continues. We have Damage number five, maybe leading towards uh, freedom at six for us. We'll see. We'll talk about that. Hopefully. Uh, We have Green Lanterns number 47, which out of nowhere... Uh, became Tim Seeley's last issue. Uh, seemed to be, seemed so to be a surprise to him this week as well. Uh, yeah. Yep. We have, uh, Justice League No Justice number two, obviously continuing that big book. Uh, and Superman special number one, the, uh, Tomasi Gleason goodbye with a couple other guys thrown in, which, uh, I think Eric told me today. It kind of just seemed odd because they already said goodbye and Superman and now they yeah. have, this story, now we're back going, to Monster Island. Here's P.S. Yeah, goodbye P.S. again on Dinosaur goodbye Island. Goodbye again, but this time at Dinosaur Island. So we, we have that. And like we said before, we'll have Batman number 47 as well as its own spotlight on the Patreon yeah, and account. Yeah, we'll have that as well. So yeah, I skipped that as well. So yeah, there we go. That is it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this not-so-positive, uh, except for Eric. I mean, Mr. Positive over there. Uh, spotlight, Eric, what do we say yeah. at the end? Turn that spotlight on. Oh, Eric!